I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. What's up, everybody? Oops, the podcast. Uh, you know, hope you guys are hanging in there. I'm here with Francis Ellis, as always, our buddy. Hi, everybody. Nice to see and hear from you. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm good. Uh, pretty shitty day up here in Maine, but but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's rainy here, too, in New York, man. But oh, classic, do? classic. What are you going to do? Uh, we appreciate you guys continuing to download and, you know, like all our shit and subscribe and all that because, you know, obviously things are slow and we appreciate your loyalty. Yeah, but not, not, that, not that slow for us, actually. I think this is a, a really good time for us. We're doing better than most people. That is true, true. But, you know, yeah. we appreciate you guys continuing to listen when you could be, you know, listening to the news and shit instead. I had, a, I had a conversation with a, a fellow friend who is, uh, runs a podcast, and I asked them how bad they've been taking a hit during this time, and she told me the number and then asked me, and I lied. Um, to make it sound like we were doing better than them. <laughs> were they doing much worse or like what? Yeah, they're not doing that great, to be honest with you. Uh, but the number I gave her was not accurate for us. <laughs> That's good, dude. You gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. Listen, you know? Yeah. Pulling hey. pull a China, a yeah. China with the numbers. That's right. This, this is our Friday episode. I love our Friday episodes. We've got a great episode for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be checking in with some boarding school kids um, because our boarding school episode earlier in this week uh, stirred a lot of, wrestled a lot of feathers. And uh, we have some, some kids who want to weigh in on that. Um, but first, G, what do you got for us? Oh, yeah, we got a pretty good email. Thank you guys for continuing to send your emails. This one made us laugh. So we thought that we would read it on the episode. All right, so this is a girl, a 24-year-old girl um, who's been seeing a guy who's a little older than her for a bit, and they're kind of like in the middle figuring it out, and she has a good little tale here. She goes, I got really drunk the other night and decided to call him since we hadn't spoken in a week or so. I was really feeling myself. It was probably four or five drinks in, so when he answered, I was feeling bold. I guess I thought I was being funny, but I asked him point blank, how come you don't eat pussy? It's true. We hooked up several times, and not once did he venture down south. He has, for lack of a better term, skull fucked me on multiple occasions. So, <laughs> so I was just trying to get some clarity on the situation. He got really flustered and didn't want to talk about it. It sounded like he was on his way to hang up saying something like, I just don't want to talk about this right now. When I heard a loud crash, he talks to me through the whole thing and he's fine. But apparently he was driving and hit a light pole while we were on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Then he was livid talking about how distracted he was and how he couldn't believe I would call him and ask him such a personal and sensitive question while he was driving. It's a lot to take in. Who made the bigger oops in this situation? Oh, my God. <laughs> so much to unpack here. So much to unpack. All right. So, so first of all, <laughs> what do you think skull fucking is? <laughs> I think skull fucking is thrusting the pelvis while while sh- dragging the head towards you at the same time like into oh, someone's you face think, you think he was oh i i've known i've heard of that as face fucking like he did that to her 
Yes. I I was picturing this as given that he wouldn't eat her pussy <laughs> that instead he was skull fucking her meaning he was just sort of headbutting her vagina with his <laughs> forehead <laughs> like yeah, a woodpecker <laughs> that's hilarious and didn't know what was going he didn't know what he was doing wrong <laughs> That is great, man. That's what I thought he was doing. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. From a guy who's really into <laughs> something as degrading as face fucking, it doesn't surprise me that he hasn't mastered the, the sensual art of cunnilingus. <laughs> this guy sounds like a fucking wrecking ball, you know? Yeah, in many more ways than one. Yeah. So, okay, and then and then from there... He gets flustered and drives his car off the road. Is that how you take this? He 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 allegedly drove off the road and hit a light pole uh, while they're on the phone, <laughs> due to being flustered by being called out on not eating, you know, not going down there. Wow. So, so I'm one. I dude, you. She's obviously not to blame for this. No, I don't think so. But I'm sure there's, <laughs> like everything, there's always two sides to a story, right? Yeah, no, I guess. One time I was in high, when I was in high school, uh, I'd never gone down on a girl before. And um, this girl that I was like hooking up with uh, sort of like set us up to 69. Kind of just like assumed the position. She just sat on your face. Yeah, effectively. But she was already going down on me. And so I didn't know what to do. And I took a couple like sniffs and was repulsed. Why? She was not cleanly? I, you know, I just don't think I'd experienced enough vaginas at that point to understand that they all, they come with all different funks, you know, like right. different cheeses. And uh, so that first one, I wasn't ready to sort of like floss with it. And uh, I ended up fake chowing. What does that is, mean? You just made the, the noise? Term, it's the term from that movie Hall Pass that Jason Sudeikis employs where you like end up <laughs> fingering her with your mouth near the vagina, but you don't actually touch your mouth with it. And then you make, <laughs> yeah, you make the noises like nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know i don't know I, i'm sure she probably could tell the difference but well i'm assuming you know you have since then i mean i are you a person who who shies away from that no activity? i don't really i don't shy away from it i think in my younger days i was i was much more uh automatic about it like i right. used I, there was a period in my life where i really enjoyed it and now i don't know <sighs> Dude, eating pussy is like drinking wine, in my opinion, like you said. Because at first, it's like a taste that you are not used to. And at first, maybe you're not sure if you like it, but you grow to love it and enjoy it and appreciate it. Yeah, but, but I, again, I will say that like, uh, not, all, not all wine is to my liking. Fair, yes, of course. Fair enough. You know, not, not all vagina is perfectly balanced. Sometimes it's a little too fruit forward for my, not, for my taste. It's not pH balanced. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, you know, <laughs> I don't like a sparkling wine or a Riesling. Like Riesling's too sweet for me, you know? Right. 
it has to be a nice, subtle, well-aged, uh, crisp, with a little bite, clean, clean Pinot Noir is what we're looking for. Yeah, very reasonable. Clean finish. <laughs> <laughs> well, first oh, of heaven. all, I think that this guy you're dating, uh, or the guy who's never gone down to you, I think it's good that you brought it up. You know, you should be like, listen, totally. if you if you want something, and he's not doing it, you got to say something. You know what I mean? It's not okay. your fault. And also, like. He should be able to handle that on the drive. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? What? Is his family in the car? Like That's insanely stupid. Get get out. You know, I, I don't see any scenario where he should be so flustered by that. Uh, you know. Yeah. You can't, like, imagine calling your girlfriend and being like, you think we could try, try anal and she just crashes into a tree immediately? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works, dude. How dare you ask me while I'm driving? Well, you know, like, don't fucking pick up the phone if you can't handle <laughs> driving and getting a few, you know, what did he, ugh, I don't know. That's, that's stupid. She's in the right. Although it is possible, you know, like I'm trying to, I always try to see if I can step into the other person's shoes. And I'm just thinking that maybe there was a scenario where like the last time he ate, he went down on a girl he was in a car and maybe she was driving or something and he did it so well that she drove off the road. And <laughs> as a result, it's like a tick for him now. I, I don't know. Right. She triggered him somehow or something. Yeah, exactly. But that's um, a great oops. I like that one. That Man. is good. Yeah. I mean, it's good that you started the dialogue. It's fucked up that he's like now blaming you. That's ridiculous. Uh, I would say that this guy does not sound particularly stable. I would advise her to stop trying to to see what's up with him. Yeah, don't stop trying to change this guy. Yeah, dude, how is your light so good? Do you have a do you have an a, an O light or whatever? <laughs> no, I just put I sit right. There's a window in front of me. Oh man, that's natural light. Yeah unbelievable dude oh, man. fantastic i have no pigment in my skin i mean i know you suffer from a similar situation but we're like the palest fucking podcast duo in the world man could be it is true yeah it's pretty cool yeah well listen um <laughs> we had a fantastic time on uh on on monday or tuesday or whatever it was talking about uh talking about boarding schools and the types of kids that go there and uh, how strict the regulations can be. You and I did. Pros and cons. Yeah, you and I had sort of opposing viewpoints about you thought uh, that some of the restrictions are too tight and that kids can't really spread their wings and, and especially with like the drinking and drugs being right. kicked out one strike policy, uh, the lack of co-ed visitation rights for mm -hmm. dorm rooms, all that stuff. Yes. Um, and we have a boarding school student who's going to join us on the podcast today to weigh in. Chris, is he ready to join? Uh, no, I haven't gotten anything from him yet. Okay, I'll, tech, I'll DM him. Still waiting on him. Um, I DM with a lot of kids, by the way. <laughs> I got a lot of sort of like, ang not angry DMs. I got a couple of DMs of people being like, what the fuck's your problem with boarding school? I love boarding school. Um, and again, yeah. you know, it's an individual experience. You know what I mean? I'm sure that there's plenty of people who loved it and got a lot out of it. Um, as I imagine, there's plenty of people who have ne negative experiences with it. I just personally have trouble imagining these being good circumstances to live in. I mean, right. you know, prove me wrong, but to yeah, me, we, yeah. 
we did get we get we got some DMs that were like, you know, I turned out fine. Look at me. Right. No one's suggesting you're not. No one's suggesting that you're not going to turn out fine from it. You know what I mean? And, and well, it almost it back. almost is exactly the type of response that you'd expect from a kid that went to boarding school. I mean, right. You know, they're 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 clearly trying to prove something about themselves. They well, feel they survive too. Like, like and that's the thing. My friend was like, yeah. "What's that?" They feel like the world revolves around them. Well, uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, my buddy say? was my buddy was like, "Dude, when you survive it with your friends, you have friends for life because of what you guys went through." He's like, "It sucks so bad that it's fun," and like I understand that, but it you just know what else they say that about and unjust. They say but, that about war, right? Dude. Soldiers say that. We used Literally. to say that about lacrosse. I mean, you can find lifelong friends really anywhere. You don't have to just go to boarding school. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Boy, is, let me, Chris, let me know when our friend Isaac is, is ready for us. Is he here? No. So, dude, let's talk about the thing that we got, that burn book. Yeah, that's perfect. We'll start with that. So, all right. Do you take a look at this? Oh, yeah, dude. I was loving it. I was combing yeah. through it all morning. Apparently in 2010 at the school, at the Choate Rosemary Hall Boarding School, which is one of New England's most elite uh, boarding schools, a group of girls had a Facebook group where they would, on a daily basis, update each other about gossip, talk tons of shit about their classmates, uh, Really kind of, it was almost like what, what evolved now into what we know as Finstagram accounts. Have you heard of those? Yeah, but no, but even just like a group text type of thing. Yeah, it's a group text on Facebook though. Right. Um, and this was in 2010 and it's like 220 pages long and <laughs> we managed to get our hands on it. I think this caused some controversy because I think it got out uh, and that the teachers found it and a bunch of these girls ended up like, maybe getting their admissions rescinded at, at elite colleges they've gotten into. How and why? Dude, I, I, you know, look, I, I'm not 100% sure that that's true. I do know that in the ensuing years, Facebook groups and email chains of this nature have caused massive amounts of controversy. The right. Harvard soccer team a couple years ago had its entire season canceled because it was discovered that the men's team was providing some kind of scouting report on the girls' team's incoming freshman class. Oh, right. Ranking them in terms of how hot they were, and it was a big scandal. The guys were seen as being sexist. It made national news. I blogged it. Go figure. And, um, <laughs> you know, these kinds of things have been going – I remember in high school we used to rank – you know, the top 10 hottest girls in the school, all that shit. And the thing is, both sides do it. Right. Women do it too. And this is evidence of that. Um, so your thoughts, Julio? Well, I mean, dude, it, it, was, it seemed like a perfectly harmless adolescent group text chain. There was, I was laughing, dude. Like this one girl was yeah. talking about L penis. She referred to L penis multiple times in the group chat. I was dying. <laughs> I, cause in the email we got, it said you have to control F like find certain keywords. Cause it's so dense. If you want to find like the juicy gossip. Oh um, yeah. I forgot. But about most that. of it just sounded like a private conversation intended for, and whoever made that into a PDF is the person who deserves to get in trouble. Not the girls. I know. I know. Yeah. Do you, do you remember when, um, 
at Duke, there was a girl who wrote a PowerPoint about all the dudes that she had sex with and like rank them and their penises and all that. This is different from the porn star, right? Yeah, not that girl. Yeah. Okay, no, I don't know about this. Yeah, I mean, that happened and that made national news and a, a guy I know was on it. Even though she had only good things to say about him, he ended up losing his job at Goldman Sachs. Wow. And a bunch of the dudes who were on it were also lacrosse players who had been implicated or, or peripherally implicated in the Duke lacrosse rape scandal, uh, which obviously turned out to be completely false Bullshit. and fabricated. Um, but no really, one gave those kids enough sympathy for that, I thought. By that point, I think, you know, the, the, the one good thing that came out of it was the ESPN 30 for 30 about it, um, which, you know, look, as a lacrosse player myself in college, I can't tell you the number of times that, like, when people find that out about me, they just, like, for whatever reason, college lacrosse player has become synonymous with rapist, all right. because of that story and how much right. news it made. Um I know that the three guys who were part of it all got some pretty sizable settlements from Duke University, That's deservedly cool. so. And Absolutely. I've, I've, I've known them, I know a few of them, and it sounds cliche, but like, they're all great dudes. Right. You know, it, it was as if the woman chose three of the straightest shooters on that team, just by chance. Um, and even so, their reputations are, are forever ruined. I mean, because there's so many people that don't know how that story actually turned out. I know. It's really miraculous how few people know about that. And a lot of people still think that, like, Duke lacrosse players raped strippers in Durham. Right. It's so um, crazy. But anyway, uh, oh, Chris, our guy, he says he's here. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast... Fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now all right so great let's let's get him in here i want to i have so many questions about him there he What's is up, dude? ladies and gentlemen this is isaac green from the kent school isaac how are you i'm good how are you man thanks for joining us i'm francis that's julio gallerati my co-host up, where are you yeah. I'm in my house in Florida right now. What part of Florida? Uh, Vero Beach. Nice. The nice. East Coast. And, and you go to the Kent School. Where is that? Uh, it's in Northwest Connecticut. Uh, Got it. Like near where, like around where all like Taft, Chote, all, the, all those. Hell yeah. You look, you look exactly how I pictured you were going to look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what worried, sports do you play? I was worried you'd say that. Uh, I play baseball. Nice. And Kent's like a very uh, uh, prestigious athletic school, right? Uh, to, it, some sports it is, I'd say. Like it, hockey, right? Ho hockey uh, crew is big. Mm. Okay. But we're building. We're building. Okay. Awesome. Like 
Well, Isaac, we're so thrilled to have you. I have so many questions for you. Um, and I, I guess the first one I want to ask is, as a high school student and a teenager who has been, you know, taken out of, what, what, what grade are you in? I'm a senior. Okay, wow. Yeah. So maybe not quite as unsettling for you because you were pretty close to the finish line. Although, obviously, unfortunately, your baseball season was canceled, everything. Um, but my question is, what is the homeschooling situation like? Can you walk us through your day-to-day -day online classes, all that stuff? Absolutely. It's, a, it's, it's definitely more relaxed than, uh, than regular classes. Uh, you know, it's hard to really get that classroom vibe in in a zoom session but we're being assigned close to just as much work getting it done is there any oversight i mean i just don't understand how how a teacher could possibly hold you to like deadlines or or get mad you know whatever i mean we use uh this power school where it grades stuff itself and it has it has due dates and it'll it'll close right right at that due date so if you don't have it in you're you're screwed okay right. so the robots yeah. have, are, are pretty yeah. strict uh the Dude, next is this yeah. sorry go, sorry, ahead. Sorry, go, ahead. go ahead no no you go ahead gonna, francis mentioned the baseball thing uh is this going to make some athletes do a pg year just because they don't get to like have their senior sports year or are people like committed to colleges already how is that all working um a lot some of our guys committed in the fall okay so they had it all set up i uh i thought about doing a pg year but i just i'm not i just going to college next year where are you headed i'm heading to salve regina in newport nice, dude. newport yeah that's dude, beautiful my, my boy is like one of the athletic directors oh really and like a baseball guy if you need a if you need a hookup <laughs> i put in a good I, word for you Thank you. I, I've talked to their coach a bit, so we're hoping for the best. Hell yeah, dude. All right, so, so I, I have a couple more questions about the, the, the academics. Uh, like, what is to prevent anyone from cheating? I mean, are you being sent tests? Uh, I don't want to incriminate myself or anyone, oh. but uh, no, I know. Um, there, there's not really so is it just like an <laughs> honor expectation yeah, of, of yeah a, i guess holding an honor code or something <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of teachers have opted to just not do tests or quizzes got or, it got it so like mostly uh, final papers and essays and stuff like that yeah i think i think that's what's gonna end up being that's a smart way to do it yeah for sure um do, here's a question do you find that it's in some ways easier to concentrate given that you are no longer in a classroom uh, surrounded by a bunch of, you know, female classmates that otherwise might have, you know, sent your, your hormones raging. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, no, no? I, I think it's harder to concentrate. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm in the comfort of my own home. Uh, I, I, I'm just waking up. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's hard it gets hard sometimes One thirty in the afternoon yeah are you playing a lot of video games i mean what's the main what's the thing that's vying for your attention over your schoolwork uh if i'm not in class i'm napping other uh right now and then once right. i'm done at three thirty, 
maybe work out, watch Netflix. Dude, is it nice being able to jerk it without having to worry about your roommate coming in? It's it's a thrill. It really is. Fuck it's yeah. it, it's <laughs> <laughs> it really is it's a thrill Everything's, it's a thrill yeah. uh, uh, are, are, I mean uh, did you have a, a girlfriend we're not going to get too personal but like you know what what happened there uh, I haven't had one since sophomore year so damn alright play in the field play I like in the that. field play in, play in the field play open in the field. For, for Salve Regina um, yeah. so okay well that's interesting I mean I'm sure you maybe had some prospects some girls that you were going to someone you were going to take to prom I did, but uh, and what happened with her? Is she okay? Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure she'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be okay. Did anyone from time. your school? Did anyone from your school get uh, coronavirus? Uh, we had a teacher. Oh, who, who did. She's fully recovered. Okay, doing great, but yeah. yeah. Well, dude, let me ask you this about boarding school because we were kind of just talking yeah. about how strict it can be and stuff, and I've I have like. A bunch of friends who've gone, and I've heard tons of stories. My brother did a PG year at at uh, Choate. I'm like semi familiar with some of it, but uh, the rules seem really fucking strict, and it seems stressful and like almost oppressive. And I was curious if you had any like stories or input about that. It it definitely is. Uh, when I came to Kent, we had a three strike policy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that has slowly turned into just one, and sometimes you're gone. So, can you give us a give us some context about what a strike entails? Because I know that it's kind of like like a bunch of shit could qualify as a strike. Yeah. Like, how minor are we talking? Um, well, we used to have things called tobacco strikes, where if you were caught with like vape, dip, dip, packing a lips, yeah, yeah, cigarette, yeah. anything, uh, you get a strike. Uh, now, yeah. now it's it's you're gone. Pretty much. Is that not a soft strike, or that's just a fucking strike in your toes? That's a, that's a fucking strike, and you're 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 out. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, we had. I How think we the had the hockey team coping. <laughs> they uh, you know, they uh, they find they a way. A little, they get off a little easier sometimes, but yeah. um, but I think we had about forty something kids kicked out last year just for. Just for Jesus that. Christ. Damn, for packing lips. And I mean, obviously packing lips bad for you, but hello, maybe kids are packing lips because they're so fucking stressed. They're sexually yeah. frustrated. They can't they're bang their girlfriends up. in privacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Wait, so Isaac, uh, you know, given the how, the how strict that rule is, were there any kids that were kicked out? Does, is anybody drinking? Does anyone have the balls to like actually drink alcohol or smoke weed? Absolutely. Um, oh. It's those people are really you, you can get away with it. It's it's the the people who make the uh the drunken mistakes that that really get caught. But can you give us you, an example? Like what would what a, what would a drunken mistake be? Like just really <laughs> just really getting fucked up and then going to check in and it's and it's hard to it's hard to hide. What's check in? Um, so on weekdays we have upper formers you have to check in and be in your dorm by ten thirty and like underformers at uh ten. And then on Saturdays they uh give us an extra half hour till eleven. But yeah. And then and then after check in you're gonna have lights out at eleven for 
underperformers. So you gotta you gotta be in bed at a certain time. Wow. So, okay. Can I ask you this, dude? Like, cause one of my friends told me who went to a boarding school, he was like, dude, we knew every night what teacher was on duty. So he's like, on Tuesday, Mr. Smith was on duty. And like, if you did anything, you were going to get a strike and you're gone. But on Wednesday, it was Mr. Johnson and you could literally murder a hooker and like no one would ever find out. And I was like, is that true? Like, does that have any accuracy? No, it does. Um, during weekdays, I'd say it's pretty calm, but you could, if you want to be, there are some people where if you want to be in your friend's room later than the rules say uh no one's really gonna give you any shit for it isaac it brings to mind uh, you know let me ask you this is there anyone that you know at the school who has had the foresight and the math acumen to let's say do the principal's taxes or propose roofing uh, a wing of the school in exchange for some leniency. I, I, I don't know if you've seen the Shawshank Redemption, but it went a long way in that movie. No, uh, I don't think there have been any bribes sort of set out. No? No. Not that not you know of. Not, not, even that, well, of not that I know of. No. Damn. Doing their own thing. Crazy. Okay, all right. Now, here's another question, and, and I hope we're not making you uncomfortable. You can always pass on these questions, Isaac, but you are very close to your graduation, so yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about you. Uh, the question is, um, some boarding schools and, and certainly private schools have had scandals uh, come forward where it was found out that a teacher was having uh, illicit romantic relationship with a student. Has that happened at Kent any time uh, of late or is it currently happening and could you provide us as many details as possible no that uh hasn't i know of one time it happened like way back in the 80s uh -huh. but it nothing recently damn too bad yeah. i've heard of stuff like that happening too with like administrators it, and it's pretty crazy it, it has happened but um we're keeping it clean Nice. Love that. Dude, is it true that people have sex on the squash courts? Um, it's definitely possible. Like, they're, they're far enough to where you're really going to be isolated, but they're close nice. enough to where people are really they're, – they're willing to make the hike. Yeah, yeah. What about the boathouse? Uh, you know, they're real religious crew people who, who wouldn't dare. But oh. I, I'm sure it's been done. I'm yeah, yeah I always wonder those like early riser sports are always like the most like crazy sexually though like swimmers, swimmers and swimmers they're like crazy bro. you're right you're right yeah dropping loads everywhere so um <laughs> Isaac a, a, <laughs> a question I have for you uh this whole co-ed you know thing like uh, is there such a thing as you can get granted a co-ed which is where you're allowed to like actually spend time with the door open in the room of a, of a girl, or do you not need that? Uh, on weekends, we have something called interviews where for, it's like two hours. You have to have your door propped, but, and they gotta, they have to sign in and it's monitored, but you can have, you can have girls in your room then or guys in a girl's room. And, and are, are people in those times, even with the door open, are they finding a way to, to knock boots? No, uh, that, that's usually just, you'll, you'll always find a way. Right. It's like, not during that time. No, not during that time. That's, that's a you. good way to get caught. Uh, study hall, just outside is a, is a big, 
like like wildlings <laughs> yeah uh you'll just, just you'll out see the, the yeah you'll see the the two freshmen walking with the blanket from the middle of the field and it's wow. it's, a, it's a nice little love story yeah that is nice under the stars uh-huh. Dude, has has anyone ever been walked in on just straight up smashing like hitting it from the back like a teacher walked in absolutely that's god bless them dude yeah and what happened then is that an automatic ex- expulsion uh i don't think so i don't i i think they they stayed but they had a lot of hours to work off wow oh and that you like cleaned the teacher's rooms and shit right uh when it's warm outside you'll be raking pretty much doing a lot of uh, outside a lot of outside stuff um Picking up trash gulag, along, dude. Picking along up, the highway yeah. in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, it's, but uh, in the winter you'll be cleaning tables. So Isaac, um, we've talked about the 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 strike policy. Um, would you say that? Uh, boarding school in general has been a good thing for you or do you does part of you wish that you'd stayed at home and and you know gone to a school near you no i think i think it's been it's been good um i don't know it just it brings a lot of structure to your day and there's a lot of a lot of different people that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally meet right you right. seem like a pretty well-adjusted humble nice kid which is one of the reasons we like you so much um but i have to imagine that there are a lot of douchebags and douche douchettes uh you know wearing like <laughs> lily pulitzer and nantucket red pants and vineyard vines ties i mean does that all still exist is that all still part and parcel it, of the new england it, prep it, season it all still exists, but with those, you're also going to get your rednecks. Um, you're going to get just people from foreign countries. It's They're, they're still there, but there's a healthy mix of, of, of people. Of kids. You really get rednecks? You get rednecks at, at Kent School in Connecticut? There, there are some – one of my, one of my closest friends – uh from last year who graduated he's a he's a redneck he, 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 he's proud of the title so i feel comfortable saying that but was this let's kid assume like- redneck is a relative term potentially yeah yeah i don't i don't know uh, <laughs> i think i think it's pretty fitting but I, was his like was he brewing moonshine in the radiator of your dorm room no but his, his home life is it, it it was actually really funny he's a he's he's big into the 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 redneck sort of life like big into like forestry and it's what he it's what he goes to school for forestry. And, uh, yeah Love it. i so me and uh, a few buddies went up to his house last summer and where is it we it's up uh in upstate new york okay that and doesn't sound it, like, like redneck to me yeah it, it it gets pretty it gets, it gets dodgy up there yeah uh-huh. um and <laughs> i was wearing just shorts and a, and a long sleeve and he told me i was overdressed and i was like okay so we all we put on like tank tops and shorts and we go and his whole family is 
wearing like either like button downs or long sleeve shirt and like khaki shorts and like they they'll go to Cornell or St. Lawrence and I was like yeah, I was shocked yeah so different yeah he got yeah. us yeah that's uh, I have to say Isaac I don't mean to disagree with you but um this this picture that you're painting uh, of a redneck family is very different from the redneck no it, he, I have. he was he was the only he was the only one that was the that was the crazy part this this kid sounds like uh i don't know if you remember that story about rachel dolezal who became a, a spokesperson for the naacp uh and it turned out that she wasn't actually black um <laughs> your buddy no, he, sounds uh, like that of rednecks no, he, i guess i guess he's hard to he's it's hard to paint a picture of him you'd have to meet him i guess but he joined he, he joined uh, the cause rebellious to the family ways yeah right. so you go, were you it. up in like ithaca is that where he uh, yeah yeah up near there nice nice near syracuse um what is uh kent's biggest rivalry um we have loomis day mm. which is when all the teams play loomis chaffee in sports but I wouldn't say. I would say Hotchkiss mm. is really our our biggest rivalry. Cool. And Loomis is like the stoner one, right? Uh that I don't know. Um, they're they're just like a school that's known to be kind of a jock factory, but at the same time, they're really good. Like they're a really good academic school. Mm. Interesting. So they're just beating people and everything. So what are the, the, the super elite academic ones are your Phillips Andover, Phillips Exeter, um, Taft, would you say? I don't know. What are, yeah. what are the, yeah, what are the really- Hotchkiss. Uh, Hotchkiss is a big- Cho uh, Choate. Choate mm. is Choate's hard to get into. Taft is hard to get into. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we're up there, but we're not, we're not, in, the, uh, we're not in the elite column. I don't think as far as many people was Kent there. your number one choice. Um, technically Kent was my only choice, but. Huh? You only applied to one school. Well, it's because my dad works. You went there. At Kent. Gotcha. Yeah, oh. no, he, he, he works at Kent. Gotcha. So it was kind of a, kind of a shoe in, but. Boy, I feel like we're going to get in trouble for this. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've talked to him about it. Don't worry. Okay. Right. Cool. Uh, wow. Anything else, G? Uh, I mean, I just, I, I feel like I'm speaking to a, a rare exotic animal. I, I know. It's this awesome. Great, we know. only ever talk to like depressed comedians on this <laughs> show. So it's great to have a child. Uh, I know. With all due respect. Yeah. Are you are you able to, given that your family has a house in Kent, are you able to ever just dip off campus and go home for a pancake breakfast on Saturday? Yeah, I can. I can go. I can go pretty much whenever. Are you afforded special privileges because your dad works at the school? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna hide it. People, I get the question a lot. People, I mean, yeah, I guess technically, I, I am. But nice, nice. That explains I, I, how we got I'm you not, on here. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. No, I was. I. I would have been quick to jump at the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> in any situation. 
too funny. All right. So um, I guess the last question I have is, uh, well, I don't even know if it's the last question, but, um, you know, it, it, given all of this, everything that's happened, it sounds like your life hasn't changed too dramatically. You're still on track to attend Salve Regina in the fall. Uh, you're going to graduate on time. Your your academics, your homework, all of that stuff. There's still a a, a decent structure. Um, it it begs the question though. Do you think that your education has been hampered at all based on this? The at home schooling situation. Yeah, meaning yeah. like in the same way that people have realized that working from home is actually a pretty effective way. For the for industry to continue, do you think that this has shown us that you know online classes and homework assignments and Zoom classrooms and all of that are a viable substitute for going to physical school? I don't think so. To be Why not? With you. I I mean I'm only we're only four days in at this point and wait you only school only got canceled four days ago for you. Yeah, I started four days ago. Were you, you on were in campus class last week? Until four? Oh, no, I, I've been off since the first week of March. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, so I just started classes. Um, and it's hard to really get the classroom learning right. on, on Zoom. It's, Why is that though? Was it? Are, do you guys have like trimesters or something? Why was there a, this gap between, for the month of March? They were getting their shit together, or like what happened? That's our spring break. Oh wow! How much yeah. time do you guys get off for spring break though? Two weeks, right? Three. Well, it, three weeks it, off it went, in March. It, it, it went a whole month. This this yeah. year. Yeah, I right. get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, everybody, I mean, this is fantastic. Uh, Isaac, Isaac Green, you're an absolute stud. We really appreciate you joining us on Oops the Podcast. Everyone, you can, you can follow Isaac Green on Instagram, and we, expect, we hope that you will. Isaac underscore Green 7, the number 7. Uh, spelled the way normally. You know, there's no <laughs> hidden, hidden vowels in there. And uh, he's got a fantastic account here. Here he is chumming it up on the baseball field with his pals uh below that <laughs> looking like an absolute stud on was that like formal you and the lady oh yeah yeah formal love that great great shoes below that in your catcher's stance talking to a coach i presume at avon old farms does your dad coach the baseball team uh no he does not okay uh, that's good a little celebration Oh, Young last warrior. question. Are there ever any fights at school? No, no, no one. It, it, I wish it happened, but it doesn't. Because it's too, is that a one strike policy thing too? It, I think it would be. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't, I don't think you'd get that, yeah, but it's, it's a severe punishment for yeah. sure. Wow. That'll, that'll everybody, go on the record. Because everybody's parents know the ramifications of fighting. People go, you know what I mean? They're like, there's no reason to do it. You're just going to get sued. This is America. You can't just be fighting each yeah. other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's I, too bad. Because yeah. my, dad, my dad's high school stories. Uh, did he go to Kent? Just, no, he did not. But uh, he, he's from Louisville. See, people just seem to be fighting all the time. Yeah, and yeah. I, 
I haven't seen one in my high school days. It's upsetting. It's coming. It's coming, Isaac. They'll, they'll the find you, I promise. <laughs> um, we, we loved having you, dude. Stay safe out there. Uh, you know, maybe get some Call of Duty going. going. I'd love to keep in touch and uh, become friends for a long time. Um, that would be great. That's Isaac Green, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us, Isaac. Thanks, dude. All right. Thank you for having me. Catch Appreciate you soon, you, bro. bro. Later. Talk to Bye. you. It's amazing how, like, quiet and uh, kind of respectful kids his age are. I know. Like, I know. it makes me realize what an asshole I've become. <laughs> I, like, I used to talk to strangers that way, you know? Like, <laughs> If I was his age and I'd come on to this same podcast, I would have been like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you know. Well, he is at boarding school and he's taught like a certain mannerisms. and That's like, probably true. Yeah. Not to be. Right, right. Dude, use this if you want. It's pretty funny shit right here. Yeah, yeah I think so going. too. Yeah. <laughs> Our, I, I just, it's just amazing, you know, to, to look back on a time in my life when I was like that. Uh, God. I've you like so talk corrupt. different to adults. Yes, yes. You know? Well, you know what happens, Julio, is this. Um, <laughs> here's what happens. Like, you're brought up with this, this mantra of respect your elders, right? That right. you're meant to defer to the older generation, open doors for older women, help them across the street, get people's luggage down from uh, airport, air, airplane overhead compartments, all that shit. All that good stuff. Give up your seat on the bus, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden... You get to an age in life where you realize that old people are not just right all the time, <laughs> that they're not necessarily correct just because they've lived longer. Right. And you get to a point where you've acquired enough information that you can make your own decisions on things. Like I, for my whole life, I, I just basically thought that whatever my parents said about politics was correct. And then right. I kind of just adopted those viewpoints. And then over the last, I don't know, five, six years in my life, I've sort of kind of thought like, well, I don't know if I really agree with that or right. whatever it is. And it really comes into play with the fact that old people don't always deserve the respect that we should have to give them. And this is con that's a controversial statement. I, I guess so, but it's like, I don't old necessarily people, disagree, but old people can do stupid shit, stupider shit, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, especially on a driving. If like, uh, like old people are not necessarily the best drivers. On right, the they road. shouldn't be driving a lot of them for sure. Yeah, and it, just because you know, like, if you're at a four-way stop and it's your turn to go, and there's an old person on the other side, it's like, well. If the two of you get into an accident, I mean, this is a silly example, but it's, it's not like you should have just deferred to them because they were 92 years old. Right. And it's, and it's the same. It's like a good metaphor with like the athlete who's past his prime who thinks he's still got it. But right. the coach has got to come out to the mound and be like, sorry, buddy, like hit the bullpen. You're right. toast. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> get old people off the road is what we're saying. Dude, I had a very, I had a very, <laughs> I had a very traumatic moment as a kid. This reminded me of this, where I was at this, uh, this plant store, a big one though, like a really big plant superstore. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was called uh, Skillins. 
and my mom was picking up like soil and or, or or a cactus or some shit and i went outside to wait for her and there was this big stack of soil bags right the, the type that men love to slap yeah you know? <laughs> and uh it, they were kind of in a pyramid format so i climbed up to the top and it was very secure and i was sitting up there wiggling my legs enjoying myself and some dude was coming out to his car probably a guy who's i don't know let's call him 55 years old and he looked up at me and he goes, hey, hey, what the hell are you doing up there? Get down from there. You know you're not supposed to be up there. He didn't work at the store. He was just some asshole. And it, it never, like the, the burning of shame never left me. I know. And years, years later, I looked back on that moment. And it's like, well, okay, maybe I wasn't really supposed to be doing that. But did it really warrant? that response from that douchebag 100 percent, dude i wish I, i'd I, been 24 yeah. so i could have been like go fuck yourself i know i know i know and you typically think of the right thing to say after it unfortunately the same thing happened to me as a kid dude something equally minor that stuck with me for years like i i cut the line by accident at the fair and the guy like controlling the admission was like i saw what you did get out of here he told me to beat it and I like never told my parents. I was so traumatized by that. And I would think yeah. about it for years. And it's like so frustrating. I was just a little kid, dude. Like, why are you yeah. being little kids? You can really, you can really affect a child's brain and make them think that they're, you know, almost like a young dog. Like you, you just make them think that they've done something horrible and they don't have any perspective to know that it's not a big deal. Right. It's a bummer, man. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Uh, let's call it there. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. That's oops. The podcast. Thank you guys for sending in that great email. Uh, please send more to either oops, the podcast at gmail.com or DM them to our oops, the podcast, Instagram account. I'm Francis Ellis. He's Julio Gallarati. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy yourselves guys.